Well, you're like Gloria Estefan's I, band. I <laughs> am the Miami Sound Machine, <laughs> and you're listening to the Heretic Social Club. Hey, welcome everybody. How y'all doing? We're back after a very long two weeks. It felt like an eternity. Off. We. Um, I'm, I'm just going to. I just get a snack. I'm going to interject right here that I just used uh, your restroom. Yeah. And I used your soap. Yeah. It does not have any grit in it. So now that I have this grit soap that that Nick Cap provided me with, I literally stood at the sink and thought, is this how the other half lives? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like when you get a bidet. Oh, God. You never never go bidet. And then you go back to the not bidet at the Michaels or (laughs) the Books a Million. And then you're like, what the fuck is this? Wait, Michael's doesn't have a bidet? No. Why did I assume Michael's had a bidet? Fuck Michael. (laughs) (laughs) There's no bidets at Michael. You can, if you... If you at beg enough, you can get one of the staff to come in and spray water from the faucet on you, but you have to go in there a lot. That's why they have that spray bottle by the toilet. Mm-hmm. You don't even know if that's necessarily water. Like, that could be bleach. Damn, I never thought about that. I think you'd smell it. It explains why my um, butthole is, like, freshly pinky and not brownish like it used to be. I noticed that last night, yes. Yeah, I keep track of that thing. I mm-hmm. get the, you know, I do the b-hole bee picture well, a day. Well, I, I follow your Instagram yeah, where you yeah, keep track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dailybutthole.behole a day. Org. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's beautiful. Ch- chart my butthole color. At, yeah. at chart my buttholes color. It's like one of those things where it's like the, the people make the video of themselves taking a picture of themselves for like 365 days or something like that. The, but you're doing that with your butthole and it's beautiful. It's uh, at perineum rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait till that motherfucker turns violet. I actually do have a, um, well, if, if keep going the way you were last night. Then, <laughs> but um, we didn't have sex last night. That's just a joke we're do- making for the podcast. Yeah, we're just riffing here. This it, is this is just fun. It's just off the top of the head. This is just what we think about when we're not together, and we get back <laughs> together, and it all collides in like a you know how the universe was created with like some sort of collision or explosion or like something. a big bang. Yeah, yeah. So that's like when we get back together, it's just like boom, sparks happen, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, purple butthole. All the cosmic dust is swirling around and creating your little monkey self my little monkey self all anyone who's listening well oh everyone's little monkey welcome monkeys damn oh someone honking hey how you doing out there maybe they're listening right now and we haven't even posted this shit yet yeah they could be just sitting outside the window listening with a stethoscope could be yes probably somebody from when i was in the hospital is that nick cap because they got stethoscopes nick has a stethoscope i bet nick trying to get the jump on the episode i don't think dentists (laughs) wear stethoscopes like that i've never seen one but i bet he's got one he probably has one i believe that nick let us know if you got a stethoscope so i was sitting in my car yards away yeah just out the just out the hatch while while you were finishing your breakfast i was waiting patiently i had i had breakfast um i was waiting almost with the patience of the lord the most you, you could say important meal of the day agreed yes um Driving over, I noticed a couple of churches that I had never seen before. Oh, Echo Life. You nailed it. Echo Life. I noticed that one right off the interstate. That one's new. Um, 
it's funny to me how churches used to be like First Baptist, First yeah. Assembly, First Methodist, Second Methodist. Right. They've gotten away from that shit with this modernizing, and mm-hmm. now it's like adjective, noun, church. Something. Yeah, yeah. It's all that way. It's fucking echo life church, abundant life church, mm-hmm. peaceful king church. Yeah. Oh. But I, I also started to notice that like I Googled churches near us. Yeah. And some of them, like you, it's hard to differentiate what's a church from what's like a fine dining restaurant now. Oh, yeah. The foundry or the... Yeah. The, um, the forge. So it's only like a matter of time before it's like you're going someplace to get the, like these things have to meet at some point, I think, to where it's like you go to a church and it's also a fine dining restaurant. So you're getting like the blood of the lamb special. What's going to happen when we go to the new restaurant, we sit down and they're like, welcome, brethren. Like, oh, oh. Uh -oh. are we welcome? Yeah. They're like, you're welcome as long as you do what we do and say. So not welcome. As long as you're not kind of gay. So also not welcome. But churches like that are pretty usually cool with the gays until you start talking about it and stuff. Exactly. Until you try to apply it to the Bible. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Until you stand up and talk about your husband in front of the congregation and then they're like, Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know if I like that. (laughs) Let's let's slow down. Maybe sharing a little too much, brother. (laughs) Can I call you brother? Is that okay? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, but one thing I did notice, uh, Momentum Church here in Pensacola. Oh, yeah. Just a fucking noun. Noun church. Momentum. Uh, there's a review right under the top review. Very nice people, but I prefer a different vibe. <laughs> so that made me think, like, I, I would really like to at some point read church reviews. Oh, yeah. I think that would be fucking incredible. Church reviews are a good idea. <laughs> there's a part of me, it's it's a part that I tell to shut up a lot, but there's a part of me that every now and then is like, I should go to a church and just see what's up with it. Just go mm-hmm. go to a service and sit and watch it. Mm-hmm. But I've, I feel like I would laugh. I feel like I would audibly laugh out loud or I see that, at yeah. least be like, <laughs> a couple of times, you know, because like I couldn't help it if I was just in there watching the, especially if it was a Pentecostal church and people oh, started going batshit. I, I would, the whole time people were speaking in tongues, I would be staring at them with my mouth open, just you know, watching the, the, seeing who else is looking. <laughs> the but, very first time that I ever heard someone speak in tongues, uh-huh. I was sitting next to my grandma and I had no clue how to respond because there's just. Like, I'm like 10. Yeah. And there's this fucking person speaking a language I've never heard. Untying their bow tie. Exactly. Who stole my Honda? Who stole my Honda? Uh, they they start doing this, and my grandma leans over, and she's like, you know, if you laugh at someone speaking in tongues, you go to hell. Mm. That's just a glimpse of my childhood. Not even in the Bible. <laughs> just complete. Nope. Pulled that out of the air. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just (laughs) completely made up. Doesn't apply to anything in the real world. Yeah, exactly. That's a good snapshot of my grandma. Yeah. Um, Not true. No, no, that's absolutely. I mean, even by Christian standards, that's not true. Right. You could laugh at whatever you want and not go to hell for it. Exactly. I mean, maybe don't laugh at the Holy Spirit if you're a Christian. I think that's somewhere in there. But the Holy Spirit is laughable. Oh, agreed. Hard agree. From yeah. this side. So how are we going to not laugh at something that's laughable? We can. 
Oh, yeah. We can do whatever we want. Here in the club. <laughs> exactly. Ah, welcome to the Heretic Social Club. We want to play the intro? It's, yeah, let's go ahead and play the it's intro. It's only been eight minutes. Oh, well, you want to wait on it? Well, you got anything else to talk about? Um, hmm. Not really. Oh. Okay. Well. Do you? Yeah. How was your breakfast? I had a good breakfast. I went to the coffee cup. I've convinced them to get impossible sausage. Wow. So now when I go over there, I'm just like, can I have a bowl of grits and some mushrooms and jalapenos in there and two impossible sausage patties on the side? Well done. And then I mix it all up together and make a delicious. That sounds delicious. Grit bowl. You know, there's got to be like, if there's a new server that doesn't know what impossible sausage is. They're thinking that you're wanting this fantastical breakfast that they can't even imagine. Yes. Yeah, I tell them that sometimes. Yeah. I would like impossible sausage, if that's possible. That you can't even fathom. And they're like, what is that? And I'm like, just make it. (laughs) Just make it. Okay. So I think at some point we do need to... uh, Do an episode that's just church reviews. Let's go to a church and sit through a church and record it on our on our device. We'll bring our device and set up a little microphone and record it. I would love that. (laughs) And we'll sit through a church service, (laughs) and we'll we'll have to take. um, Maybe we'll have like you know those things that the SWAT teams use where they can talk into their throats like they go. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not working. Hold on, it's not working. I'm, I'm loving watching you try that. <laughs> Whatever, something like that. And we'll have those little things. We'll be like, can you, can you believe this guy just said? <laughs> you can't go to heaven unless you put money in the offering. I, you know, I will say, the last time I went to church was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, maybe 2020. It was during the pandemic, I know, because everyone oh. was social distancing severely. Yeah. Um, there is a, an Episcopalian church up on 12th Avenue Uh and, um, a friend asked me to go. So I went with her. I haven't been to church in a long time and it wasn't the most awful thing. Yeah. I can say that, that, you know, that's, that was my last experience. I did think in my mind, like if I ever went back to church, it would be something traditional like that, but also progressive because this church was pretty progressive the uh the pastor was um a lesbian woman yeah okay. married yeah I um you. so i get it I as, get as far as progressive things go um sure. but i don't know you know it wasn't like going from non-denominational churches where it's just like we're going to talk about whatever we're going to be in your business we're going to do this and this and this yeah having a church to where it's like we're just going to read this shit. We're going to be here for about an hour and let's go get some lunch. That was okay. Right. I mean, you know, I, I wasn't, I was already way removed from it. So I didn't really want church. Those are the best church services when Absolutely. they're just like, Hey, you know, no surprises today. We're just going to say the thing and do the thing. And then mm-hmm. we're done here. Bye. I mean, you aren't, if you're, if you're looking for something to be like spiritually fed to where it's like, I need like an hour of worship and then I need an hour of this guy talking to me verse by verse in the Bible. 
it's not Calvary Chapel. Like it, you're not getting that. And then an hour of prayer afterwards. Right. It's a three hour ordeal. Right. Like, come on, I gotta go back to work tomorrow. Like a fucking Scorsese movie with no cussing. Exactly. I don't need that. Or murder. Or um, well, unless they read in the Bible. slurs. <laughs> yes, very few slurs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. It, it was. I can say it was a little bit refreshing because my l- final experience with church that I was a part of, pastor was an extreme narcissist, uh-huh. and it was a nightmare. Like I just felt like I was trapped there. Yeah. Um, so. I don't know. Being in something that didn't have a lot of constraints to it was refreshing as far as church goes. But I'm done with the whole thing now. You know, I feel like it would be cool. I always wonder, like, what kind of church would I want to go to? And I think, like, going to, like, an Olive Baptist would be cool, you know, because Mm -hmm. they probably have, like, fucking visitor packets and stuff. Oh, I'm sure. You probably get, like, an iPad when you go there or something. (laughs) Just giving it away. It's like going to the Grammys or the Oscars, you know, you get a little prize pack They're like thanks for coming to our church here's fifty dollars off your next botox <laughs> <laughs> i feel like you could really clean up if you went and hit the, all the first time specials at all the churches you know get uh, that absolutely get that half off deal get that pumpkin spice eucharist somebody some lady gives you a pie or something <laughs> you know and you're like, oh thank you sister hazel did i did, you mentioned uh like going to church and giggling have i told you about the last time I drank Four loco, No. <laughs> it, it was Christmas Eve, like 2008, nine, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I had never been to a Catholic midnight mass oh, on Christmas Eve. So this is great. A couple of friends and I drank two Four Locos right oh. before we went in. Okay. And one, you're fine. 24 like, you're, you're set Yeah. at that point, but two... You're toast. So I'm fucking sitting there laughing my ass off the entire time. Yeah. And wow. people were looking around at me like, you're ruining our Christmas Eve. And I'm like, I'm having the best time of my fucking life right, right now. Um, it's crazy you remember. I, I don't remember all of it, uh, but I do remember a lot of it. Yeah. And I remember people being pissed off at me. <laughs> yeah. I had, I've only got one Four loco story. Four loco is... There, there are a few drugs that I have done in my life that were so powerful, I decided I would never do them again. Wow, Four loco was one of them. One of them was crack. <laughs> one of them was whippets. <laughs> and, and one of them was Four loco. <laughs> yeah. So so between those like three items, I've only, they're one and done thing. And the, the time I had the Four loco is one of the funniest stories that my friends know because my friend Sam had a party and I went to his party and I was in town from out of town when I was living in Ocala. So I came and I just, it was Four Locos had been, everybody's talking about Four Locos, how crazy mm-hmm. they are. So I was like, I'll get three. <laughs> I'll get three Four Locos and that's it. <laughs> I'm not drinking more than three of them because everybody says after three, it gets crazy. (laughs) So I had the three and I I don't, I don't remember too much past it other than that. I made my friends take me to get three more 
Jesus. Had those. <laughs> I had cocaine, which I was not supposed to do cocaine anymore at that time because I had been diagnosed with AFib and they were like, Oh yeah. Don't do that anymore. And I was like, I won't. And then I got four loco in me and I was like, Don't tell me what all, to do. All, all bets are off with four loco. I will do, yeah. So I got I made people buy more cocaine because we did all the cocaine they had. And I was like, Here, take this money, buy more cocaine. We got more cocaine. Um and then I don't remember getting home. I remember very little. My friends have told me some of the details. I broke a coffee table. I asked my friend Sam for a cup of water and then immediately poured it on his head when he gave it to me. <laughs> they put me They put me outside. I was like, I got to go home. And they set me. I went outside and they were like, hold on. Wait, you can't drive. We got to get you home. And I was like, okay. And they, he said, I'm going to go in and get my jacket and my keys. I'll be right back. And I was gone. I left. Damn. Drove from Sam's house to Mikey's house. Don't remember any of that. Like I was not conscious for that. Um, the next thing I remember after like some of the coffee table stuff and like some of the we'll get you home stuff is waking up in Mikey's bed. He's not there. Luckily, um, I wasn't in the bed in the guest room that I was supposed to be in. (laughs) I had just, (laughs) I had just came in and walked straight to the master bedroom. (laughs) I was in my underwear, (laughs) completely soaked. Uh Don't know if it was pee. It didn't smell like pee. I think I sweat, sweated out like all six, four locos. (laughs) I call it, we call it 24 locos. 24 locos. Yeah. Yeah, Cause six times four is 24. So, I went 24 loco. Um, I, I, my shorts I found under the bed. So apparently I like kicked them off and just like, whoosh, like slung them under the bed. Uh, I, I changed the sheets and flipped the mattress to try to get whatever was going on to stop. Um, and I went outside and my car was, first of all, there were donuts marks in the backyard and then my car was like slid right up between the carport and a spig a water spigot in an impossibly tight gap that it shouldn't have been able to fit but it nothing was damaged and i just like slid in there like took you drifted into there 35 miles per hour or whatever in the backyard my uh shirt was on the ground in a pile with a machete on top of it wow and then there was corn puke all over the car and the machete and the carport. When you say corn puke, yeah, like puke that still had most of the corn kernels still in it. No, no, it was all exactly shaped like the band corn, <laughs> intricately <laughs> detailed vomit portraits. Wow. This is fucking beautiful. <laughs> no, that part's a lie. It was just corn. I don't remember eating corn, but I had <laughs> corn in my vomit. There was oh, there was shit. corn everywhere. My friends said they tried to find they were like, What the fuck? He got he left. And my friend said they tried to like find me and they got all the way. They drove to Mikey's house and they got all the way there and I had already done all that <laughs> from the time. Like <laughs> whatever so i just like got did all drove home super fast (laughs) drove and then went to bed and they were like all right he's down well he's asleep at least yeah yeah can't find his keys they're under the bed and if any of you if any of you guys have never seen 
a picture of Chauncey. Yeah. He's a tiny guy. Yes. Like he is like five five foot nothing. Six foot six point six. <laughs> six hundred and sixty six pounds. It's, it's not a guy you want to wrangle when he's drunk. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I'm not that heavy, but I wish. Maybe someday. Yeah. So that was the time I went twenty four loco and I did never I never drank a four loco again. They changed the formula after mm-hmm. that to take out the roofies or whatever they were putting in it. <laughs> It was making you black out after a couple. So, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't either since that uh, so, faded Christmas Eve. Crack, whippets, and four loco. One and done. Let's play the intro on that. Boom. <laughs> the unbelieving, the abominable, these people with resentful, hateful spirits. Amen. People have a real negative attitude about God. I don't have to serve the Lord. Ain't none of nobody's business how I live. They're not even married. Idolaters, people that worship idols, and all lives going to have their part in the earth. And you know where the wisdom comes from? I believe God. And we're back. All right, we're back. Um, so. I, I honestly don't know how to follow a four loco story like that with stories about Jesus. No, it's all the same. That's true. It is. I could have gone into a. Uh, <clears throat> the only time I've ever blacked out from alcohol. I had two bottles of Wild Irish Rose by myself. Oh, Lord. And I got down to my underwear and kept trying to pull people into a closet to wrestle. Hell, yeah. (laughs) I have no recollection of any of it. That's great. Yeah. It was a fun time. Me and Chris Holly drank a bunch of Evan Williams at a party one time, and we were trying to finish the bottle, but it was a handle. And it was like, we should not have been trying to finish this bottle of Evan Williams. (laughs) But we were standing in the kitchen in our underwear just – passing the bottle back and forth, taking shots that were just so hard to swallow that every time you're like, okay, yeah. okay. no, I kept it down your turn. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's every sip of Evan Williams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, your turn. All right, well, this isn't going to be nearly as exciting, but let's try to talk about some Jesus. That's okay. Religion is the opiate of the masses, so... In many ways, wow. this is a continuation of our drug talk. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk about drugs then. Yeah. So two weeks ago, we discussed John 3.16, yeah. which you took some artistic liberties with, and I liked it more. Oh, yeah. To be honest. John 3 to 16s. I, I feel like we could uh, improve the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's rewrite. <laughs> the Heretic Social Club presents the Bible. <laughs> I fucking love it. That that's the translation that will really get traction. The B I B L E. Mm, that's the book for me. Oh, not not really. I stand alone <laughs> on the word of God. The B I B L E. Hey, the B I B L E. Yes, that's the book for me. So not only did we talk about that, we also talked about Jesus meeting two women, one at a well, both named Mary. Had sex with both of them. I, I wonder if it is one and the same. I wonder if they are both the same woman Um, because he does, which I didn't touch on, but he does talk to each of them about the fact that they are not uh, living. The man they're living with is not their husband. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jesus is all up on who's sleeping with who. He's watching. He's watching. Yeah. This is fucking uh, single bachelor carpenter fellow. This is not landing for him. He knows his way around a piece of wood. (laughs) Yeah. So so he meets one of these women at a well. The other was thrown in his face after being caught in adultery. Um, and allow me to just reiterate from last week. 
uh, the main point of everything that I was saying. No matter what you think, no matter what you have been told, there's nothing wrong with you. That was the entire point of last or two weeks ago's episode. Yeah. Um, I didn't mention this during the episode, but it is believed that the, at least the woman caught in adultery, maybe not the woman at the well, um, it is at least believed that it is Mary Magdalene. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and supposedly, she began following his ministry after that point. Yeah, she became like the unspoken sixth man disciple. Exactly. She's like, a Lamar Odom. Like uh, Waylon, wait, no, one of the Wayans brothers was in the sixth man. He played like a oh. a ghost that helped Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking team. about. Yeah. I was Lamar Odom was like the number one six man for the Lakers for a long time. Oh, okay. And he was with uh Chloe Kardashian. I don't know anything about that. Okay. I don't fair enough. Subscribe to those. I don't either. I just lifestyle. I, I, I catch things every now and then. Yeah. Um, I had something I was going to say a second ago, but I can't remember. So that was happening to me the entire intro. What were you talking about? Uh, Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. That's right. So Jesus, you think Jesus was hung? It was. What I was going to ask you know because he's like God's son. You got to assume God has big wieners. Let's so. save those jokes for net, for two okay. weeks from now. Okay. All right. All right. So hung like a carpenter. You know what I'm saying? Hey, oh, right. with nails. Yes. Um. What? So, so she starts following his ministry. Um, they also had a kid together. Oh. Did you know that? Jesus and Mary? Jesus and Mary Magdalene. No. And, and that child was me. No, you're Jesus's kid. I am. We've been here seriously, seriously. your dad and your pops. Picture me nude. Okay. Full-sized, already, just like I am right now. I already do. Yeah. Then picture white Jesus holding me. Yeah. Okay, I Just like it. a Renaissance painting. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the most beautiful thing you've ever seen? Yeah, I could draw that. Uh, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, episode's over. Let's fucking go. Play the outro. <laughs> so uh, I am going to sidebar here because of all of that. I'm not actually the son of Jesus and Mary Magdalene, if anyone's actually wondering that right now. Okay, but like, there's descendants of Jesus, supposedly. That's a, Supposedly. That's like a Catholic thing. That uh, I'm going to sidebar here into Gnosticism for a minute, Yeah, uh, which is not to be confused with agnosticism. Gnosticism is a Greek word which means having knowledge. It's like the chocolate filling thing. Uh, that's nougat. No, noki. Noki? Uh, no, 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 no. Not going to work here anymore, anyway. <laughs> Samir. Uh, no, what am I trying that to think? mildly racist. What's the, no, what's the name of the, of the chocolate g- ganache? Ganache. Ganache? I think there's a chocolate thing i'm not sure okay sorry nick cap you've, you've worked out of my range of knowledge okay uh can you google i can't google um, i do know how to google so gnosticism is a greek word that means having knowledge whereas agnosticism means not having knowledge um <laughs> gnosticism is a collection of religious ideas and systems that coalesced in the late first century among Jewish and early Christian sects. So what that means is this isn't a denomination. This isn't another religion. Yeah. This is just a series of ideas that influenced already existing religions. So there are, there are Gnostic Jews and there are Gnostic Christians. Okay. That are separate from 
I guess, traditional standard Jews or traditional standard Christians. Um, these various groups emphasized personal spiritual knowledge, uh-huh. which they called gnosis or knowledge, um, above the proto-Orthodox teachings, traditions, and authority of religious institutions. Uh. Gnostic cosmology generally presents a distinction between a supreme hidden God and a malevolent lesser divinity. Did you catch that? Malevolent lesser divinity? Because that malevolent lesser divinity is sometimes associated with the biblical deity, Yahweh, Jesus. Oh, a little trickery. Exactly. So the supreme God is responsible for creating the material universe. Consequently, Gnostics considered material existence flawed or evil and held the principal element of salvation to be direct knowledge of the hidden divinity, um, which could be attained via mystical or esoteric insight. Many Gnostic texts deal not in concepts of sin and repentance, but with illusion and enlightenment. Okay. So uh, Gnostic writings flourished among certain Christian groups in the Mediterranean world around the second century. Um, Around that time, fathers of the early church denounced them as heresy. And there were efforts to destroy the texts that were largely successful, resulting in survival of very few actual Gnostic writings at this point. Damn. Okay, so I got a little update. All right, hit me. Uh, Gnosticism is a is a doctrine about created by that the world was created by a lesser div- divinity, mm-hmm. and Noki <laughs> is pasta, potato, and egg <laughs> I knew uh, that. thing. And then ganache, G-A-N-A-C-H-E, is a chocolate cream mixture that's used as like an icing or a filling. So it's kind of like what's on top of an eclair. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's called ganache? Ganache. Ganache. I did not know that. Yeah. So ganache, gnosticism, ganesh, and enoki walk into a bar. (laughs) Why the long face? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I guess you could call me... Agnoki. And then they're like, is that poop? <laughs> and they're like, no, it's ganache. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. All right. Um, so many, many of the texts of the Gnostic theologians of the times have now been destroyed. Um, I say all of that to say this. There are indications in Gnosticism of the belief that Jesus and Mary Magdalene shared an amorous and not just religious relationship. Hell yeah, they got it on. In existence is the Gnostic Gospel of Philip, which tells that Jesus kissed her often. Oh, where? Everywhere, baby. Often. And refers to Mary as his quote-unquote companion. Oh, I thought you were going to say. What were you going to say? His bitty. (laughs) His old, his, uh, his old bitty. His roll dog. <laughs> um, several sources from the 13th century claim that an aspect of, I screwed this up so many times, an aspect of Catharist theology was the belief that the earthly Jesus had a familial relationship with Mary Magdalene. There are so many fucking words in that sentence. Mm, so many words. So ultimately, maybe they were married. Maybe they had kids. Maybe they had a family. Maybe Jesus had a lineage. Yeah. Um, who gives a shit? I don't. You know? Yeah. 
Let the man knock some boots. Yeah. Somebody rocking, knocking the boots. As long as there's consent. Exactly. We're not saying let him, you know, hurt anyone or abuse anyone. We're saying let him have consensual sex while he's on earth. Let priests do that. Maybe they'll stop uh, doing things to kids. How about that? Yes. Um, But it's just like what Jesus is like, he's dying for humanity. He can't make some sweet savior love once or twice. I feel like priests and nuns and nuns and nuns and priests and priests should be able to copulate as wanted since they're all, you know. Hard to agree. In the kingdom of heaven. Hey, look, if they're being safe, yeah, they're not, they, they don't necessarily have to produce any offspring. Yeah. Um, there's consent. As long as we don't make it a habit. Gotcha. Because the nuns. You can't see my finger guns, but they're there. There's a person, okay, this is like a little off topic, but I was looking at Jesus' genealogy, mm-hmm. and there's a person in Jesus' genealogy, genealogy named Panther. Panther? Yeah. yeah. I did not get there. Yeah, I did see that they had a son, maybe it was a daughter. Supposedly, Panther is Mary's great-grandfather. Huh. Wait, what? Which Mary? Mary of Mary of like Jesus' mother of Mary, the mother of God. Her parents were named Anne and Joachim. That's his Jesus' grandparents. So they named the child after Mary's grandfather. You said no, jo- Joachim, Joachim, jo- Joachim, Joachim, Joachim. <laughs> Joachim was the father of the mother of Jesus. So where did Panther come from? Panther is, the, I think, the grandmother of Mary's father. Okay, so they named the Joachim. child after that person. No. who? Nobody's named after this person. Jesus is named Jesus, and this person's named Panther. So you're okay. So you're just looking at the family tree of Jesus. Why did I think you were talking about a child, like offspring of no, Jesus? No, 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 okay. no, not the offspring of Jesus. So I'm just saying, there's a person in Jesus's genealogy named Panther who I think is a grandmother. And, okay. And wait, uh, there was a controversy surrounding the name Panther mentioned above because of a charge that Jesus's father was a soldier named Pantera. Wow. So that's crazy that Pantera. Which I've always just known as a, a, a southern metal band mm-hmm. is actually who with a potentially a potentially Jesus's, racist singer. Yes, supposedly Jesus Jesus's father, a Roman soldier. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, had no, I had no idea. It's crazy that I will. Uh, you know that if if that if that great grandma was still alive, if Panther was still alive around the time of Jesus, whenever the Messiah stuff started to come around, you know, she was like, oh, that's crock of shit. Yeah. I, I was around when he was born. None of this is real. There's a... Pan- Sals- Panther will give it to you straight. Celsus mentions this in his writing, The True Word, where he is quoted by Origen in book 132. But now let us return to the where the Jew is introduced, speaking of the mother of Jesus, but in saying that when she was pregnant, she was turned out of doors by the carpenter to whom she had been betrothed as having been guilty of adultery and that she bore a child to a certain soldier named Panthera. Damn. Get it, Panthera? Yeah. I was reading this. Crazy. Uh... The 
there are works published. Uh, there was a book published in 1886 called Le Evangelis Sans Dieu, or The Gospels Without God. Uh-huh. Um, Hell yeah. And they described the historical Jesus as a socialist and an atheist. He also related that after his crucifixion, Mary Magdalene, along with the family of Lazarus of Bethany, who we'll also talk about today, uh, brought the body of Jesus to Providence, and there Mary had a child, the fruit of her love for Jesus, mm. which she named Maximin. That's Jesus' little brother? That, I think that's Jesus' child. Uh, this is Mary Magdalene, not, oh, uh, not oh. his mother that we're talking about. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Maximin. Mm-hmm. Okay, so did Jesus have a baby? This the it says the scenario was dismissed as certainly strange. <laughs> yeah. But there's so much of this stuff out there if you guys want to google um we're going to get back into John um I think, but there seriously this is like a never-ending trail of things that you can google and read and look about and I don't know if I don't know the truth of any of this, but there was that um, James Cameron documentary from a few years ago where they supposedly found the grave. Titanic. The tomb. There was Titanic. Um, and that, that was beautiful. Avatar was a documentary? Uh, Avatar was not, I don't think. Uh, not yet. Maybe soon. Mm-hmm. Um, if so, I would want Sigourney Weaver involved. Oh, yeah. Sigourney Weaver is still like... I really hope Sigourney Weaver is in the future. You and me both, friend. As she has been um, indicated through film. It doesn't matter how old Sigourney Weaver gets. I will always, I think, be into Sigourney Weaver. She survives that. Um, I like her in Ghostbusters. Oh, absolutely. She, yeah. she survived that alien thing. She was like the only one that survived the alien. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Every time. Ripley. Totally. Ripley, yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. believe it. I believe it. She's I've seen it. Yeah. So anyway, what now? All right, so uh, let's get into John. Today we're going to look at a few things that will take us up to our next episode. You want to go in the bathroom? In two weeks. I don't want to go to the bathroom. You just said, let's get into John. (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay. I used it. Uh, You got something on your teeth right here. Right here? On the other side. Oh. Yeah, you got it. Oh, good. Smile. Let me see. Yeah, it's gone. No clue what that would have been. It's all gone. Um. So today we're going to look at a few things that's going to take us up to our next episode in two weeks on the crucifixion and resurrection. Big boy episode. Um, so after all the conversation we've already had about the section, um, section, section, I would be remiss if I didn't cover it. Uh, so let's boot scoot boogie. I'm going to look up what remiss means. Over to chapter 11. <laughs> I'm going to let you go. (laughs) Uh, We're going to go over to chapter 11. We're going to talk about some friendships. Okay. Um, Like, like, like pelvises in France. Is that what the word is? Didn't you just say friendships? (laughs) God damn it. Friendship. Friendships. I don't know what this podcast is about anymore. We have lost the narrative. (laughs) Um, so in chapter 11, this story covers the entire chapter. Uh, so I have amended it and narrowed it down some. So I'm not reading an entire chapter of the Bible Yeah, good. on our podcast. I don't want to hear it. Thank you. Then you have a video that's later? It's coming. Okay. It's coming. Uh, 
So, yeah, I'm just going to read this somewhat verbatim. Uh, now, a man named Lazarus yeah. was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary, and her sister Martha. Mm. This is weird. There's a paragraph here, that uh, there's a parenthetical here that says, this Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair, which A, gross, and B, doesn't happen until the next chapter. So I don't know why they need to clarify here that this is that same person. Does a parenthetical mean something in parentheses? Yes. What the fuck is that? That's lawyer talk. You're getting all It, it is. I'm sorry. That That is. <laughs> yes. It, it is uh, legalese. Legalese. Um, so, yeah. I don't know why that note's needed there, but it's neither here nor there. Uh, so, the sister sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. Lord. Lord. When he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death, even though at this point Lazarus is probably dead. End in death. <laughs> no, it is for God's glory so good. that God's son may be glorified through it. Now, Jesus loved Martha. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. And her sister. Oh, oh, yeah. And Lazarus. Martha fucker. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. What a fucking great sentence. Jesus loved these people so much that when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed put for two more days. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm good. I'll go when He's I get like, there. I'm trying to beat this level <laughs> of uh, Mario. He's got fucking Tetris back then. You know, uh, a synonym for remiss is slipshod. That's a good word. I did, I did not know that. I would be slipshod if I didn't say this one. That's all that I'm ever going to use now. Yeah. Typical person uh, characterized by a lack of care, thought, or organization. Slipshod. Hmm, fair. Yeah. Slip, slipshod. That pretty well describes me all the time. Total slipshod. I am a total slipshod. Also, if it's talking about shoes, it means worn down at the heel, which also represents you, I feel like. Agreed, yeah. You seem worn down at the heel. I'm spiraling right now. Can we, like, <laughs> do you, you want to hit pause on the recording? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and we're back. And we're back. So... At this point, after Jesus waited two more days, had some sandwiches, drank some wine, played some video games, he then said to his disciples, let's go back to Judea, where the people had recently tried to stone him. But he said, Lazarus has fallen asleep. Let's go wake him up. Oh, it's like a party thing. Like, yeah, exactly. It's a parlor trick. Lazarus fell asleep. Let's go wake him up. Let's <laughs> draw on him first. On his arrival... Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Mm -hmm. So that two days you were hanging out doing nothing. Got you good. Fucker. He was dead. <laughs> Got you good. We buried you. <laughs> now, Bethany uh, was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. Two miles. He could have made the journey in like, you know, Shit, I could do that a couple hours. Not even a couple. Like, that's fucking. If you're right. That's like thir you're 35 minutes walking. If you're walking in sandals across the desert, though, it's kind of shitty. Mm, yeah, it would be yeah, shitty. Yeah. But I'd still want to get there as quickly as I could to get out of the sun. Sure. Probably, I think. Probably have one of them things that they put over your face. Uh, ke kebab. <laughs> no. Uh, I Okay, I that was not I was trying thinking, to be I was, funny. Of, I was thinking of parasol, but that's not it. No, it's like a hijab. Hijab, that's yeah. it, yeah. 
the reason kebab was on my mind is because I asked, I asked for a joke earlier from my Alexa device, and it said, um, "How do you get away? How do you avoid someone that's stealing your barbecue grill? You kebab and weave." And I'm like, what? <laughs> And I was like, why the fuck would you want to avoid someone who's stealing your grill? Like, wouldn't they want to avoid you? Like, yeah, no, it should be the joke should be what's the best way to steal a barbecue grill without getting caught? Kebab and weave. Kebab and weave, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but even that, it sounds like they're trying to encourage you to steal barbecues. We don't want that. So the joke is dumb. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. It makes sense, but it's poorly. It's, it's it's not well thought out. Yeah. Like like every tweet that I've ever written, you got to sit there and you got to let it fucking simmer. Simmer. Yeah, for a bit you got to know. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, there's going to be someone who is going to reply and correct you within 15 fucking minutes. That's happened to me before. I did it. one time I was trying to be cute and like hit on somebody and I did it. Is Chloe no she's listening. This is I'm before sure. <laughs> Chloe doesn't listen to my podcast. <laughs> but anyway, um this is before I knew Chloe in the before times, but I was talking to this person and I stupidly, I, you know, I don't know what I was thinking. I just thought this person was cute and I was like trying to be flirtatious. I've never been there. I have no clue what you're talking about. Right and now. you can't be flirtatious on a picture of someone when they're a child. Oh, Jesus. I didn't uh, know. <laughs> I was just like, wow, that's, you're a cute kid or whatever, you know, like. That's fine. Yeah. And somebody was like, it sounds like you're saying you're attracted to children. And I was like, oh, my God, no. And I deleted it, and I sent the mess- person a message being like, I am so fucking sorry. I did not mean in- anything by that. And they were like, no, I get it. <laughs> but stop talking to me. <laughs> so they, Ouch. they got it, but they were like, yeah, that's weird. I felt stupid. That's not weird was, at all. It was really just a, a stupid, I was just trying to be funny, and it missed so it's like what are you supposed to say to someone it's like oh man you were a cute child yeah i said it in a really stupid way like like dang i've never thought a kid was hot before now or something like that like okay (laughs) it was weird yeah (laughs) what i said was weird but it wasn't meant to be weird and i i had i had to be like oh my god i'm so sorry that that came off that way and not like i'm just joking and saying you're a nice cute person that's a million percent something that I would do and then mm. have to walk it back like that. Yeah. No, I, I didn't mean like I wanted to. N- not the kid. I didn't mean I wanted to hook up with you when you were a kid. I'm talking about you now. I'm saying if I had been a kid <laughs> when you were a kid. If we were kids together. I would have asked if you wanted to kiss at the urinal. in the Or perhaps under the, the RV. In the bathroom between two classrooms at home elementary school. Wow. That was oddly specific. Judy Overstreet. Love it. Hi, Judy. If you're listening. She's not. She might be. Judy, if you're listening, write us. Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him. But Mary, old perfume hair, stayed home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Oh, yeah. See, if you hadn't have been. If you hadn't waited that two days... My brother would not have died. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. 
They're really laying on the guilt right now. Yeah, they're like hardcore. So when Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was finally deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Uh-huh. Where have you laid him? He asked. Where the fuck is my bro? Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. The shortest verse in the Bible just snuck up on snuck up on us. If it was a snake, it would have bit us. Would have bit us. Yeah, it's the shortest verse, except for all those silent verses that are just the writer yawning. Oh yeah, and those are mostly in the Old Testament. So Jesus once more, and you really only get them in the audio book. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, they just you just read right over them. Sometimes in an audio book, you get the sweet uh, sensation of someone snoring. Yeah, and that's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Those are my favorite sections of the Bible. Someone snoring. Most interesting. Just in the background, it's like... <laughs> like the yeah, pro- exactly. Like the producer. The producer. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. <laughs> he said, take away the stone. And then Jesus called out in a loud voice. Lazarus. Who's there? Come out. Who is it? He said it like <laughs> he said it like throw mama from the train. Like a scared old man. Like no, like the mom from throw mama from the train. The, <laughs> uh the mama fratelli. Mama fratelli. Who yes. is it? <laughs> yeah. So so once the dead man came out, his hands and feet were wrapped in strips of linen, and there was a cloth around his face. Got you good, fucker. Got you, fucker. And he had marker all over his face. Exactly. He was like, I was never even dead. And it said nerd, and penises were drawn amongst Oh, there were so many cheeks. cocks. There were cocks yes. on either side of his mouth. And drops of liquid were coming from the penises <laughs> oh, on course. his face around his mouth. <laughs> and his eyebrows were replaced by the words fucking you. Do they shave his eyebrows off? Yeah, of course. That's biblical. Got him good. That'll teach, yeah. Um, Lazarus. So Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes, let him go. And wash your face, dumbass. Exactly. Please get those cocks off your face before you come to temple. This is the Heretic Social Club edition of the (laughs) extrapolation. So I feel like I just did an ample job of telling this story. So fucking ample. But no one in the history of the world has ever told this story as well as Carmen. Oh, hell yeah. In his hit single, Lazarus Come Forth. Is this our video? This is our video. <laughs> I have a go. snippet of Carmen today. Oh, shit. Up at the grave, stone rolled away with a loud voice. Jesus started to say, Lazarus. As a matter of fact, it seemed like today I Lazarus. Hell yeah. Mm. Lazarus. (laughs) 
It's I, like I had to get to that mountain be moved. Right. It didn't even move a mountain. He just rolled a rock away from the grave. But then also, why is it like the most Disney version of like Goof Troop Emperor's New Groove ass <laughs> Jesus tale that's ever been written? It's like, what the fuck is happening? Carmen should have worked for a knockoff Disney company just making fake like like Bible Disney movies. Oh, hard agree. Yeah. yeah. I think that would have been beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to I, I asked a friend this morning if, if she had ever listened to Carmen. Yeah. And she said no. So I was trying to come up with oh. a I was trying to come up with like another musician to compare him to and I couldn't. Yeah. He's like fucking me, all like, over the he's map. Like, he's like the meatloaf of Ooh. of Christianity. But he's also like he also raps. Yes, yes, yes. And then he has like some like attempted hard rock stuff. Yeah. He really is like I, I started to think like John Tesh, but that's that's way off the like map. Pat Boone. Ooh, Pat Boone. Yeah. I can Most see, people yeah. don't even know who that is, probably, but Pat Boone was like an old crooner that was like known for being a uh you know uh polished uh real Osmond family. Was he the guy who guy? Came, came back in leather? Yeah, and he came back and put out an album called Pat Boone in a metal mood. And he was like a crooner before that. So he did all these metal songs, but as a crooner. And it'd be like Black Sabbath. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just the Pat Boone version. And he actually had a lot of like people do it with him. And it was hilarious because he was like known for being this goody two-shoes guy. Yeah. And he put out this metal album that had Dio on it and Sabbath pretty good stuff. I, I remember that era that i had never heard his name before that point yeah i was pretty young but let's see what i'm gonna play a bit of this just because it's hilarious if that's okay absolutely you played a song can i play a song you can play a song hopefully it's louder than mine I, I i couldn't get mine that was like full volume on my laptop i don't know how to get the pat boone version of the song here <laughs> I wonder if it's like on Spotify. I found it on YouTube. Okay, good. Here we go. Just give me a second. I'll show you what Pat Boone was like after this video video play. Once we get on the other side of this. Yeah. I've got one more thing to talk about. So once we recover, I want to touch on one more thing. It's not your butt, but it could be wink. I, my volume isn't working, so I'm going to cut all this out and we'll just not have this part in the podcast. I still think we should. Okay, I'll leave it. But <laughs> there's no song and it's a down, it's a lull. That's okay. So you go ahead with what you were going to do. Okay, well, like I said, uh, in chapter 12, Mary washes Jesus' feet with her hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Still gross. Weird shit. Because you're not really doing much except... You're just like moving it around. You're putting hair in the oil. Hair isn't super absorbent. The hair's going to stay there, too. Mm-hmm. You're going to lose some hairs. So after that, he probably just had oily, hairy feet. Like, you know how the tub, when you're done showering, will have that one hair on the side of the wall? Oh, not just one, friend. <laughs> sometimes thousands. Yeah, sometimes a million. But when it says perfume... Mm, that yeah. makes me think I go straight to white diamonds. Oh, dude. I just, that just sounds disgusting. Do you know the smell of white diamonds? Yeah. That is grandma and a half. Yeah. And that's all I can think of when anyone says perfume. Hold on here. I got it. I, I Are you getting it. it on your phone? 
Yeah. Here comes Pat Boone. <laughs> They're saying, man. <laughs> wow. It's good. I mean, it's <laughs> legitimately good shit. It's like. Mm. Jesus. Yeah, I would rock this. Say your prayers, little one. Don't forget my son to include everyone. Yeah, it's actually good. So, I fucking love that. Yeah, but the guy is funny because he's like Oh, I remember. Yeah, he was trying so hard to be like, No, I'm I'm tough. I'm not I have a leather vest and I'm not gonna wear anything underneath it. I'm not just this guy. <laughs> You are very much that guy, even with a leather vest. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So Mary washes his feet with her hair. Um, also in chapter 12 is the story of Palm Sunday, where he rides an ass into Jerusalem and people lay down palm fronds in his path. And somehow all of that is supposed to proclaim him as king. Huh. I feel like once a day on Pensacola Beach, there are palm fronds being laid down in front of a white guy. Oh, you think so? I think so. Once a day, huh? He may not be riding an ass. <laughs> he but probably is making an ass of himself. He is doing that, and he he might be riding an ass later that evening. Oh, oh, all right. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Depends on how the flounders gods are that Thank day. Thank you. That day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh Anyone not local, Flounders is a very large bar on Pensacola Beach, and people get quite drunk there. And yeah, they give you mason mason jars of Long Island iced teas, basically that are just was it called diesel fuel? Diesel fuel, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like here, I've been fucked off. Yeah, off one of those before. We put Everclear in a jar with ice in it. Here, drink that. (laughs) We'll give you every liquor we have. Yeah, it's like splash of Mountain Dew. It's just Everclear with some green food coloring in it. (laughs) Enjoy. Uh, good luck. Yeah. Uh, they'll only sell you two of them. It's literally the most. diesel like, fuel. They, it's the only drink they max you out on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to have your friend go get you another one. McGuire's has one too. The, uh, the Irish Wake. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Big jar of shit. Yeah, exactly. Just whatever we got. Just pour it in there. We're, hey, we got way, We bought way too many rumple mints. We got to get rid of them. <laughs> Put extra rumple mints in all the Irish Wakes this, this it's a month. It's a liquor suicide. Yeah. It's, just trying to get rid of some <laughs> some uh, Tito's before it goes off, out of, <laughs> before it expires. Um, so chapter 12 is also where he predicts his death for the first time. Yeah. Then in chapter 13, he washes the disciples' feet. Oh. Not with his hair, but this is also gross it's to dark. me. It's I dark. mean, if I had, if I was, a, if I loved someone, if I was in love with someone he used his penis to rinse off the Did perfume he? yeah he smushed his penis around on it until it was on and he was like this is what i do in remembrance of you <laughs> this is how we do it in yeah. heaven yeah um like if i if i loved someone that's how you're if, supposed to do communion none of that pussy wafer shit <laughs> you get the perfume out you rub the perfume in your hair and on your junk and then you clean feet with them <laughs> Way God intended. Exactly. Are you are you listening right now, Church? Hello. Amen. <laughs> Hello. Wake up. Hello. <laughs> Greg Locke, where you at? Oh God, Greg Locke is probably. Let's get biblical with it. Greg Locke is a bottom right now. That's what Greg, Greg Locke is doing. <laughs> Greg Locke, you gotta wash my feet with your hair, Dick. <laughs> so 
I, I'm saying this is gross because like, like if I love someone, I have no problem at all. I'll wash your feet all day. Dick here. But 12 dudes back to back. Yeah. That's a bit much. Yeah. That's plus, a big ask. That's too many people to go back to back. You got Somebody's going to have to be front to back. Is it? Does the math work out that way? I don't know because it's if they're all back to back, it's just a circle. And how can they all touch backs in a circle back to back? Yeah, that's true. Just be like a someone would end up being front to front, outward facing circle. Yeah, it's more shoulder to shoulder. And you know those feet, like walking in the desert all day. Some of them with shoes. Oh yeah, probably some without. There's probably sores, little scorpion stings. <laughs> Getting perfume all in it. Just imagine those toenails. Hair all over it, wrapped around your toes. Yeah, toe hair. (laughs) (laughs) Toe toe hair merging with pubes like Velcro. That was beautiful. Perfume dripping from my junk. (laughs) It's haunting. Yeah. Um, Although it's been said many times, many ways. What's that funk? (laughs) It's me. <laughs> That's a Christmas song. That's fucking beautiful. It's coming up. It's like, We're going to put that in our next Christmas episode. It's one of the lesser known verses of that song. It's like towards the end. Several hundred years later. Yeah. Yeah. Chestnuts roasting on a chestnut. Pile? Pile. <laughs> yeah. Um, Speaking of chestnuts, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to do it. I think you should do it. I'm not. I'm not going to. I think you've brought us this far. <laughs> can't, can't be pushed any further. Uh, I'm going to finish what I'm saying, but then I'm going to come back around and work you through this. Um, also, in this chapter, after he washes their feet, he also predicts Judas's betrayal, and then he breaks it to Peter that he's going to deny knowing him three times. Damn, like a bitch. What a fucking power move. Right. Be like, and don't even worry about it later when you deny me, Peter. <laughs> Peter's like, what are you talking about? I would never. And he's like, you'll do it three times probably. That this man just this, fuck Jesus, man. He know he's all he's omniscient and he knows already. It's like quit being a fucking sandbagging bitch. Like, <laughs> like acting like you don't know what's about to happen. Just tell us what's happening, you futuristic motherfucker. And, and then if he says it, it's like Shit, I'm going to do that. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he does it. He he does. We'll get, we'll get to that next uh, two weeks from now, next episode. You're going to have to wait for the Peter, folks. No, you always do. Yeah, we're going to make it's you wait for it. Anticipation. Anticipation. The last thing I want to talk about here comes from chapter 16. I'm against sipation. That's why I'm anticipation. Well. That's a heretic social club stance. Uh, yeah, I won't. Anticipation. Yeah. Um, we won't sipate. This is something Jesus says at the beginning of chapter 16. We'll make you wait, so you have to sipate. You better sipate. You better be sipating right yeah. now. Yes. All this I have told you so that you will not fall away. Oh. They will put you out of the synagogue. Yeah. In fact, the time is coming when anyone who kills you will think they are offering a service to God. Yes. They will do such things because they have not known the Father or me. Yeah. I have told you this so that when their time comes, you will remember that I warned you about them. Yeah. Tell us who's going to win the first Super Bowl, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Soapbox Ahoy. Packers. Uh, Fucking Packers. Um, 
This is one of those sections of the Bible that I think empowers Christians in a dangerous way. <clears throat> yeah. This is the sort of section that will allow nonsensical things to be interpreted as persecution. Oh, yeah, like changing the color of a Starbucks cup. So on the one hand... Or beating someone to death because of their beliefs. Exactly. Yeah. On the one hand, you have Christians being martyred Suck it up. for their faith, and that is certainly persecution. Just get in the Fox's Book of Martyrs and appreciate it. Exactly. Place. Appreciate it. You'll be yeah. known. Oh, I'm so sorry I hung you upside down and boiled you with oil. <laughs> I thought you wanted to be in the fucking book, guy. Shouldn't have followed the guy. Yeah. You know, he said this was coming. Yeah. Uh, so then on the other hand, you have. Westboro Baptist Church being told that what they're doing is wrong, being forced out of places or being arrested, and then they too see what is happening to them as persecution. Oh, yeah. Even though they're just giant pieces of shit. Humongous pieces of shit on the bottom of your shoe that have wrapped around and are now on the top of the shoe. You know the kind of shit that you get in your shoe that you have to spray off, like you have to get the hose? Yes. Yeah, that's Westboro Baptist Church. Throw away them shoes. Um, Throw the shoes away. Fuck those shoes. I, I can't. You can't throw those shoes Fuck away. Fuck them shoes, I mean, sometimes, man. Sometimes you can, but it's like, God damn, these are brand new New Balance. I'm not throwing them away. Throw them things away. Um, you wouldn't take them from the store if they were covered in shit. And yet, here you are, putting them back on. You make a good point. Yeah. So, uh, this also happens when someone clings to things like homosexuality being bad or abortion being murder. Those are poo balances. <laughs> Um, let them uh, go. Let, let them go. Uh, I'll throw them away. From the now. balance is gone. <laughs> Very off balance. They're unbalanced. Uh, when someone clings to uh, homosexuality being bad or abortion being murder, uh-huh. even if the mother will die during childbirth, fuck that. When society moves away from these things because there's really no logical reason not to, this is viewed as persecution. Uh-huh. When people try to be more inclusive of other cultures or religions, that's viewed as persecution. As though in some way, including others, takes away from you in some fashion. When the thought arises that maybe a bunch of deists from the 1700s didn't create a Christian nation, that's viewed as persecution. Holy deist. You've been down too long and your guts are ruined. (laughs) There are several passages in the Bible like this, because this isn't the first time we've talked about it. Yeah. Uh, when this becomes dangerous is when the people in power, your Donald Trumps or your Ron DeSantis. Oh, two Republicans. What about the Democrats? Ima- imagine the Democrats. Biden are, also. I mean, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, when they're more prone to listen to these people than to anyone else, because that's their base. That's when oppression comes along. That's when the LGBTQ community has to hide who they are. Or mothers have to carry a baby to term, even if it's guaranteed to miscarry or kill her. Mm-hmm. Don't, pe- don't waste syllables, Jason. It's just the LGBT community. Oh. Yeah. That will save me some time from now on. Yeah. Um, Unless you include the 2 plus IA or whatever. I didn't. I, I stopped at Q. Yeah, you disregard those people. I don't disregard. I just... <laughs> um. So... Uh, when people want to know what I have against religion in general or Christianity at large, yeah, I can easily point them to verses like this uh-huh. because even if this was written innocently by whoever said or wrote it, 
it's been taken far out of context by people since who either couldn't read or chose not to read Mm -hmm. and love to play the victim. Things like this have literally changed the world and are somehow still affecting us today. God damn. I promise you that whatever is or isn't on your Starbucks cup is not persecution. Oh, throwback. You brought it back. I did. I brought it full circle. Neither is what someone is doing in their bedroom Mm -hmm. or what someone is completely handling with their doctor. Yeah, it's mostly when you get hit in the face with a stick or something. Right. Maybe you die. persecution. That feels like persecution. Maybe if you're like literally not allowed to go to church, like we burn down Mm -hmm. all the churches, that would be persecution. Lock the doors, make it illegal to go to church. That's persecution. let's, Let's come up with some ways to persecute Christians that might be more fun than Starbucks cups. Uh, Throwing them in a river. Hit them with a stick. Uh, hit them with a rock. Take, every car with an ichthys fish has to be burned. Tell them they're stupid. With the people in it. Oh, Jesus. No, no Jesus. No. <laughs> no. Exactly. Tell people they can't say Jesus. Yeah, no one can say Jesus, and if you talk about your faith, you'll be murdered or sent to jail. And if you bring a Bible into the country, you'll be hit with a cane. Until there is no skin on your back. What's funny is the these everything that we're talking about right now. Uh-huh. I'm confident there's a Christian propaganda movie about the end times that it contains every bit of this. <laughs> oh my gosh! Do you remember those? I'm no, I know for a fact you remember those because you have a Kirk Cameron tattoo, <laughs> <laughs> the Left Behind series. <laughs> but those, do you remember? Just there was like for a while there, it was like Christians got a hold of like TV cameras and like couldn't stop making shitty videos for youth groups to watch there was a movie so many (laughs) there was a movie called thief in the night Uh and i went to a christian middle school uh, for sixth grade and so i'm 12 yeah and i have to watch that is the scary still to this day i haven't seen a movie scarier than that what's it called thief in the night hell yeah or maybe like a thief in the night like a thief i'm gonna look it up um it was terrifying we should watch this for our oh i'm in yeah you'll watch it again absolutely um, but it, it was so real from being within this existence and the confines of these beliefs to where it's like, that will scare the shit out of you, especially if you're fucking 12 Yeah, and you're not really like fully aware of the world yet. Oh, it looks so bad. Oh, it's awful. The quality is awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it looks like they made it in a Kmart or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's really not out of the question, budget, to be honest. The budget was $60,000. I do not believe that. <laughs> yeah. At least 50000 of that went to catering. A then. woman, Patty Dunning, has a religious awakening after discovering that her husband and millions more have vanished overnight. 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. That is shockingly high. <laughs> yeah. 1973 horror drama. I watched a horror movie from 1989 last night. You might have saw my story. I did see your story. That, <laughs> that was wild. Tattooing that kid with a knife. <laughs> yeah, that's Joe Hodorowsky for you. That's the, the guy who did um, The Holy Mountain and was supposed mm. to do Dune before David Lynch did it. Oh, wow. Okay. So he did this movie called Santa Sangre, which is, means holy blood. But it's about this... It's about this lady that's <laughs> It's about this story it's a story about a Okay, it's... you're just going to have to spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> the lady gets her arms cut off and her son she uses her son's 
armed psychically. Huh. But, <laughs> but then it's a whole thing. It's like, it's a really good movie, though. I mean, su- surprisingly, because The Holy Mountain's hard to watch. That movie is just like. Was that the movie with the tattoo? Uh, no, that was Santa Sangre. Santa Sangre, okay. Yeah, Holy Mountain is, is a whole other thing that like was made in the 70s, and it's like there's very little um, care for animals. There's oh. like scenes where they're like blowing up frogs and stuff. And like, wow. yeah, all kinds of crazy shit like that. But have you seen Cannibal Holocaust? No, I haven't. It's a, with the turtle, right? They, yeah, they kill a turtle. Yeah. On it. I think at least one other animal, but I can't remember what it was. And they said that someone died, but that's not true. That was the big thing. Like the director had to go to court yeah. over it because he made a point to uh, make the movie promotionally mm-hmm. to where the actors kind of disappeared. Yeah. from sight for a while to market the movie as if they disappeared. Oh, and they thought they actually And they thought them. they actually disappeared. Yeah, yeah. So he had to go to court over this shit. Hilarious. Like that was wild. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I think I saw this thief in the night movie now that I'm <laughs> now that I'm looking at it. It's just there's no way that this isn't the exact movie that I was thinking of when I said they made all kinds of dumb movies and crazy shit it had to be this like, dude that movie was wild i yeah. i can't even and that this was also like the uh when i first started going to this school i only went one year i went for sixth grade and it was kind of a non-denominational but still um but still no, a non-denominational but still but still church uh it was uh they were still kind of charismatic um I don't really know what the term is for that, but they they're what they didn't associate with a denomination. Non-denom. Um, but they right, hot out of the gate, like the the pastor was also our gym teacher. Yeah. So he came in um and told us just getting 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 the guys together for gym class. He told us um that masturbation is this is week 1. <laughs> fucking yes uh, he he comes in and he's like masturbation is terrible if you have to touch yourself for pleasure you are the scum of the earth the scum of the earth yes wow wow that is what this gentleman said to a room full of barely teenagers i wasn't a teenager yet yeah so yeah that ruined me um I, i didn't masturbate for like five or six hours after that. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't masturbate until the next time I wanted to. <laughs> I was able to resist the temptation of the Satan until never. Exactly. And now that I'm 40, I can make it like yeah. seven or eight hours. Hey, I want to. Re- I really want to watch this movie at some point because the trailer is just <laughs> insanely stupid. I just watched it while you, while we were talking about stuff. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just like a girl like waking up out of like nothing to like a radio announcement. And then she's just running for oh, the rest of the trailer. She oh God, just, I'm having PTSD. And they have a helicopter that I think a lot of the budget went to the helicopter, but then see, she's Hel- just running. renting a helicopter. Isn't she? And then an ambulance goes by and then they're looking at the ambulance from the helicopter and they're running. And then the guy in the helicopter and the ambulance and the running, <laughs> running. Yeah. It's, we, we definitely need to watch there's this. There's no way that movie's anything good. 
So, I mean, 53% on Rotten Tomatoes is nothing to sneeze at. And the good news is it's only an hour and eight minutes long, which is shorter than this episode of our podcast. Shit, we've already, we're already past an hour and eight minutes? An hour and a quarter. God yeah. damn. So we've been ch- chitter-chattering, and... We have. We're still here. Time got away from us. Well, uh, that's it. You got more stuff to say. I don't. I could tell. I see really? you looking at something you don't want to read. I'm just, I'm just looking. In two weeks, uh, we're going to do it. It's, oh. the, it's the big one. <laughs> Prep. <laughs> Lube. I got to start. Str- I get my, babe, <laughs> we bring my stretcher. Uh, in two weeks, it's the big one. Jesus will die. Wow, holy shit. But who knows if that's the end? You can never really tell with these yeah. fucking magicians, and maybe, these David Blaine. He's not coming back this time. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Depends on how I leave it, isn't it? The second death of Christ. Then, two weeks after that, uh, we'll be getting close to March. And at that point, we're going to deep dive on our first cult. Hey, you want to make a low-budget movie? I would love to. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start making um, Christian propaganda movies <laughs> that are like... You know the Christians would eat that shit up. Yeah, They're like <laughs> fake Christian movies. We'll just put them out, like from like we'll make some stupid, uh, the Foundry nonprofit, whatever <laughs> presents. Yeah, they're like we we don't want to watch these, but definitely show them to the kids in school. We'll fake, yeah, make fake names, get them scared for pastors, and we'll make a whole fake thing and christians will snatch it up and be like see see what they're doing (laughs) yeah so that's all i've got all right uh yeah we'll we'll do we'll finish up john in two weeks and then two weeks after that we'll do a cult dude john is the book that will not end it's just been nine months of talking about the Gospel of John. That's not, that's not entirely true. We just had a Christmas episode in the middle of it. Ah. This is that'll the resurrection or the crucifixion and resurrection will only be you a fourth even, episode of John. You don't even care about the Old Testament anymore. That's not true. We'll get we'll get past the cult. I should let you know right now that Chauncey dramatically crumpled a can, and he's still he's still fighting with it. it Okay, cut, he set it down. I didn't I, cut my I think hand. he cut himself. I didn't. Okay, good. I didn't. Um, oh, I did. I did, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to get out of here. Yeah, got to go. So thank you for uh, sitting with us here on Heretic Social Club. Hey, we, thanks for listening. We still have this Parenting Without God book. N- none of you want to parent without God, apparently. So if you would like it, reach out to us on Instagram. You can have it. And you can totally have it. I'm, I'm not even going to ask questions anymore. No one's like, claimed you can it. Just, the first person that's like, hey, I want that. All right, it's, it's headed your way. Sell it at a yard sale. Yeah, 25 cents. Thanks for listening. We love you. We love you. Talk to you soon. Bye.